Shout out Rog Dog Cliff. Hey guys. Hey, Damon. Hi. My Gitmo bros are here and we're ready for episode, what is this, episode four? God Indeed. damn it, it is. We've done so many, <laughs> I can't keep track. Uh, uh, episode four of Ear and Loathing. And uh, let's get started here with uh, a format change. Mm-mm. Yeah. We listen back to our, let's, let's just be honest with our listeners, which at this point I think is just Amy, uh, that... <laughs> Honesty is important. (laughs) That uh, we we listened back to our our previous episodes and we realized we were bored as fuck at the at the at the intro. So we're gonna just uh, new new rule is that the uh, the 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 torture guy the sorbet guy the torture chamber victim will will choose the the one topic that week and then uh, we'll uh, move on to the torture chamber. So we know who that is this week, Mister. Who's on the phone? It's me. It's it's Aaron. How's it Aaron. going, guys? Hi. Our man in the Midwest is uh, is going to be tortured this week. So uh, he's going to take over the uh, the topic of discussion this week. So without further ado, please proceed. So uh, <laughs> here in Kibitz Corner, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about uh, a, a moment in social discourse that has always bumped me, and it's alternately funny and then upsetting, but it's a funny little moment in, in, in our human exchange that I don't know if, if anybody else cares about. I may even have brought it up to you guys before, but I still think it, it still gets me because I'm in the, I'm in uh, customer service, uh, business in my life. And so I, I still feel it. Um, it is this moment. So say you are like, I was a waiter. I was a bartender for a million years. I was a rocker. Uh, I'm, I'm now in the in the uh, in the white collar world, uh, but it still exists there. But you, it's this little moment. So waiter takes care of you all night, and then you're leaving. The waiter says, sees you leaving. The waiter says, thank you so much for coming, you guys. And then the customer says, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I I hate that. I I hate you're welcome. Uh, and, the and the it phrase happens. itself, or in that no, no, in that no. context, nothing wrong with your welcome. Your welcome is nice. Your welcome is is part of uh, of what makes conversation work. Sometimes, are you saying people are still welcome to use your welcome? <laughs> yeah, no, you have to. You have to. I'm saying in this moment, in the in the in an exchange. So, like I, you know, I see it in my job. So, you know, I help somebody with something, and then you know, they say, "Oh, thank you so much. That was so helpful." I go, "Of course." Because it's your job. Yeah. It is the person's job to do it. And saying you're welcome, I think the thing that bumps me about it is sort of like the, I've really gone out of my way to help you. And I, I think it might be a generational thing, because I'll bet you mm-hmm. that, that nobody cares about that who's not 50 years old or in their 50s. I think everybody else is like, what are you talking about? You're welcome. I said you're welcome. There's something that is sort of like, I have gone so far above and beyond for you 
you're welcome. You're welcome doesn't <laughs> so, fit to me in that exchange. So let's let use a real world example. I mean, you kind of just did. But, yeah, the restaurant but, one, I think, is one of the strongest ones because it's like, I imagine the person leaving and then the customer <laughs> customer leaves in front of them and the guy says, the, the, the customer, the, the waiter says, because he's been told to, you have to like, you know, uh, uh, welcome a customer and then you have to say goodbye if you can. Thanks for coming. Thanks for everything. The, yeah, the like customer the, should say, it was so good, you guys. It was right, so good. Right, yeah. We'll leave. see you next time or something. Yeah. <laughs> but they shouldn't say the, as you're a well, customer. Yeah, you're welcome. Moment, as you're, a, you're welcome. You're, yeah. you're lucky I came. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I agree. I, I agree. I experienced it, this as well, where I wonder why. That's just a not a program response, but what you're supposed to say. So you say you're welcome, and it feels odd, like it's the wrong because I think of dialogue a lot, and it's the wrong yeah. thing to say. It feels the wrong thing to say. I like your of course, or I'll say very good sometime. Yeah, very good. Yeah, that's nice. Something that's should a, be said there. Something, some response. What do you guys think about like <clears throat> replying with a thank you of your own? But picture it though, like thank yeah. you for coming. No, thank you. Oh, we've yeah, done no, that. That's, totally, that's, that totally okay? Works so another thing. That totally works. That works. You're welcome though is something like it has another weight to it. Um, well, it's almost like the like like your your royalty. You've yes. you've uh, you've deigned to uh, right. you know uh, appear at their establishment, and mm -hmm. therefore, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. It is. It I is feel a like bit... other like maybe other languages. There's certain like whoa whoa whoa. That's a little formal. You wouldn't say that. What do you, what's the matter with you? Yeah. Whereas like somebody learning Spanish would use something. They say, hey, what the? Don't be so familiar, guy. What's the matter with you? Right, right. The you know, two that versus like, usted. And, <laughs> yeah. right. I, lo and yeah, I, I love when people correct you on the, on the two versus the usted. <laughs> right. Calm down. That, that also or are you saying like that we're really close, intimate friends? Look, I took but, Spanish no, too. I know. In 1984, I, I don't really. Right. I can, my, my name was Raul in my class. I don't, I don't, that's it. That's <laughs> all I remember. Spanish name. Are you going to take a Spanish name? Yeah. Why aren't you? But why weren't you Damon? I don't. Why Raúl? I don't. What? There's something I, like that, though. I think in every language where there's a a familiar thing, and then and like you say, Damon, it it does have this sort of like I've deigned to. You're welcome. Yeah. By the grace of my hand, I have done this. It's like, well, that's not the dynamic. The customer decided to go somewhere. It, but I think what happens though is like there's a, there is what bumps me about making a big deal about it is sometimes when I hear myself say it. It's I hear myself being maybe that guy who's like, "Hey man, we pay your tax, we pay your salaries." Like which people, people say, <laughs> "Who's that your about boss?" Cops. Yeah, like that kind of thing. It's like you you don't want to be that, but there is a part of it where everyone should just. There's almost like a Japanese way of saying like, "No, no," to you. Thank you. That that it feels better to me. Like where people just keep thanking each other and no one can move on. I, I hate that I worse, like that. maybe even. I hate that but, even worse. But, but I've been through I, that. I prefer, no, thank I, you. <laughs> well, I mean, and then, but you shouldn't, it shouldn't go on. It should be like, thank you, thank you. That's better. Yeah. Not right. you're welcome. Yeah, Aaron, you know who, who actually made this observation about in a different context, but, but the same, kind of the same uh, point was Mr. George Carlin. In it one feels of his, like a, it feels like a, yeah, it does feel like a Carlin bit. Yeah. yeah in one out. of his yeah. books, he, he said, why do, um, guests on a talk show, whether it's a radio show or a you know a, a TV show, say say thank you for having me, because he made that exact same point, which is you don't have to thank them because they need you to be there because they're a right. talk show and they need to interview people. So right. and this customer same well, way. Yeah, like, George you know. Carlin I think said like the the proper thing to say it's nice to be here or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was however, a pleasure. Though, thank you. It's a pleasure. Right. The other thing, however, though, what I'm seeing in this. 
whether it's the talk show example or the restaurant example, the I've been in this situation where so they're thanking you for because you've performed a service for them, but also they've patronized your business. So mm-hmm. there's both thank yous there. Thank you for patronizing my business. Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I uh, that's why I like of, that because you can, that feels yeah. better than one somebody saying. So double thank yous better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I keep yeah. thinking of the uh, the uh, there's there's a Mad Men thing where you know Peggy's asking for a raise or something or how come Don never says thank you to her or you did a good job or whatever and he just goes that's what the money's for. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's yeah. you know it's funny I had this this conversation with my sister who's who's a musician as Aaron knows and uh i i have a big issue i was just thinking about this the other day i don't know why but i was uh the the thank yous on albums oh god to the point it got especially when it's a local band who just put their you know of course there's no cds anymore but let's let's rewind a few years where people did put cds out and it was like the booklet was 10 10 pages long because all the lyrics were in there. Cool. I, w- I like to read your lyrics, but I don't need the four pages of you thanking everyone in your fucking life. Oh, my God. And it was like, <laughs> it, it's your locally, you know, locally sourced band oh my God. <laughs> putting out yeah. a CD. It's not like, you know, Prince or, or uh, Bruce Springsteen is putting out a CD. He has to thank the record company and stuff. And and I, I was talking nice to my current sister. references, dude. I, I love it. She, Way to stay everybody at Electra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my sister's she's she's kind of on a higher level uh, as a, as an artist that, mm-hmm. than I've ever been. So she does have more kind of like legitimate thank yous and stuff. But I was still I, I was still razzing her about it. And I said, I don't know, buy the guy a jacket or something. Why does he need to see his name? On your... So I, a jacket, when I... a crew gift. <laughs> yeah. And as a kind of an, an FU to... Coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. As, as, a, as an FU to, to the, that whole concept, I, I, on my releases, I would just say, thank you, colon, everyone. So then no one can say they got left out. I right. think there were punk bands. Maybe it was... Uh, who are the guys who the damned? I think the damned used to see used to say thank you to no one. You know, just was the mm-hmm. kind of their punk attitude. Yeah. And right. my mine was thank you everyone because it was kind of like now no one can complain that I didn't thank them because they're they're all included in everyone. <laughs> it makes me my think own of little a... my own little wimpy version of punk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to offend anyone. It makes me think of two things. One, when the all the glam rock records of the eighties, those were the huge thank you lists, and always the personal things. Of like, thank you, Damon, parentheses, booga booga, thanks for the blow. <laughs> or whatever the little joke, yeah. but inside, inside joke that joke, no one knew yeah. between you guys. It was that. it was great hanging out with you in the snowstorm. Wink, right. wink. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like everything was everything was like that. Yeah, right. Oh boy, boy, guy from Warrant. I, I can't figure out that inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> During Fucking the morons. snowstorm. So oh, Aaron, we, we went off a little off uh off topic no, that's the there. point that's the point though thank you is yeah. a big topic yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah i i, I hope we so well, i agree with you by the way I, there is sort of an etiquette and you're right no one gives a shit about this stuff you know what were we just talking about george about about how uh the spelling of something or what were we do we were just talking about this out out there i don't know oh, duct tape duct, duct tape. tape right because george goes what's the percentage of people who actually who think it's spelled d-u-c-k Right. you know and uh and so we were chatting about that but but then we just sort of came to the conclusion that no one gives a shit it you know duct right. duct yeah you need it's, to tape this duct and, and the point where you start pointing out things like um excuse me it's duct or or aaron but like burying the lead it, it's that's spelled 
L-E-D-E, which is some sort of publishing term. Oh. And, and the lead, like L-E-A-D makes too much sense for it not to be right. I would rather right. it just switches over to, to lead, right? Oh, wait, L-E-A-D. What, 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 I'm confused. Wait, what? what go you back. know the term bearing the lead, right? Yeah. yeah. L-E-D-E. Lead. It's L-E-D-E is an actual publishing term. I don't, I don't remember what it is, but it has something to do with the, oh. he- the headline. Gosh, I've had no idea. This yeah. is a revelation to me. And it's super annoying. It's same thing with like chomping at the bit. The, the actual champing. term is chomping at the bit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, chomping is better. Let's just, let's stop correcting people. Horses have big teeth. I, I don't li- want to get chomped by that. <laughs> I like when, now, but on the, on, on the other hand, ducked. T- duct tape is actually what it is. A d- duck has nothing to do with it. The animal, the duck. It's a, it's a joke for the people in the HVAC industry. <laughs> yeah, they can they, they can yuck it up. Heating Meanwhile, and air conditioning so, understands it's a duct. Right. So, but I guess my point about the thank you thing is nobody cares. No, nope. it's un- it's unfortunate because I do, but yeah. I, I I empathize with your pain, but I don't think you're going to win that battle. No, it's going to continue to bump me. No matter how much I discuss it, and so I just grin and bear it and go, "Okay, thanks." So uh, I guess that uh, that that will put a pin in that, right? Exhaust the topic, and uh, we can move on to the torture chamber if you're if we're ready for that. Let's do it. Ow! Let me find that handy little theme song. Um, why don't we take a walk down to the torture chamber? Ooh! Down! Torture chamber. Okay. I'm not going to bullshit you, okay? I don't really give a good fuck what you know or don't know. But I'm going to torture you anyway. Suffering. Suffering. Anguish. Pain. Torture. That poor guy. This is going to hurt. Yep. I, I, uh, I feel bad for the guy who's getting tortured in the song but i don't feel bad for aaron at all right now i'm pleased with my choice <laughs> as am i you know what we've never done is check to see if we actually accidentally stumbled on the same song i wondered about that because i i, <laughs> I went I, I, I did some research and some interviews with other friends of aaron's regarding this choice oh okay it, you know, I don't know should, if that's cheating but this, i did <laughs> here's a policy moving forward you guys we should the two guys who are torturing the other guy because I like I still like keeping it a surprise. Like yeah. we could reveal to each other what our song, but I like being surprised by your song and hopefully vice versa. Yes, we should just at least exchange the year. Oh, okay. and then if we and if, okay. we, if we're, we end up on the same year, okay. then then we'll go. Uh oh, let's check this. But if if it, it's very unlikely we're going to have the same torture song, but let's always talk to the other guy. Like sure, next yeah. week it'll be you, George, and Aaron torturing me so you guys just check the year of your song and if they don't match then we're good right but if it is you might want to go all right artist you know in other words Mm -hmm. try to keep Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. as as secret as possible although if it was the same thing it's double torture i don't know maybe it's fun (laughs) you have to listen (laughs) to it twice twice. yeah you have to do it twice and you know all right well so what is your year my year is 1974 all right right, we're not even close we're good uh who do you want to go first or should i However you want to do it, I'm uh, I'm happy to go first if you'd like to. Okay, okay. let's. I've got George's uh, torture song right here, Aaron. I hope you're ready for this. Whose is this? This is George's. George's, brace okay. yourself. <laughs> and I I haven't tested this yet, so but I but I do have it here, ready to go. And prepare to be tortured. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. 
<laughs> right from was, the beginning, was, you know what matter, this is. It was a matter of time before I got beaned with this one. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. Just the, the act alone. Like, the act, it's not even a song. No. There, there's not a version of them that makes me go, oh, yeah, dude. But this song of theirs is great. No. no. <laughs> Fucking flute fuckers. <laughs> You know, right. you know, bungle rhymes with jungle, see? Right. <laughs> Jesus. Is this about Nam? No. Uh-oh. Jo- to- oh, George knows what this is about. Oh, I've researched it. Okay. Let's, let's, let's listen let's, some more. Yeah, let's carry on a little here. <laughs> Walking through this is a rock band, by the way. Fuck, <laughs> 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 it's unacceptable. <laughs> What's the matter, dude? Oh. the monkeys who live in that dark tent down by the water hole, drunk every Friday, eating their nuts, saving their raisins for Sunday. Lions and tigers. So this <laughs> this is like a pretty heavy groove meaning it's almost like a deep purple groove or something so did these guys do does anyone know if these guys had kind of metal credibility or hard rock because they They had a metal band they they beat metallica that year yeah right well that's yeah that was a anomalous situation i was trying to figure out what year that was Aaron. i didn't look it up it was in the early 2000s where they finally said we should have a heavy metal category oh jethro toll yeah right I guess I guess if you're going for for metal credibility, adding a flute to the proceedings probably isn't isn't going to push it was you over the edge. It's more of a edge. prog rock thing. Yeah, it was when, pro- in the '70s. I mean, I knew this as a prog rock thing, not yeah. a metal. This this grooves a little metal-y, Me- metal, but yeah, yeah, metal was probably the 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 wrong war- term. Yeah. Yeah. But hard rock for sure. I I, I thought they were yeah. accepted in kind of hard rock circles, right? It Wait, would make you, me dislike what? them more if if it was just like oh, like prog rock because like I don't. There are prog rock bands that I don't care for much, but still like certain songs. And I think part of the weight that this always carried with me is that I didn't care for them because somebody deigned to refer to it as rock. And I was like, well, okay, I guess, but the flute, dude. Wait, wait till you hear the break. Okay. All right, here we go. Carrying on. I think the we're coming into the chorus. Vibe. <laughs> Jesus. Baked apples. Who wait in the shadows that foster <laughs> Doing anything you can to to get yeah. through it, <laughs> to, to making make up harmonies. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how I would have done it. <laughs> I want the stems on this. <laughs> that you what? What? I want the stems on this. Somebody send oh, yeah. it to me. Sure, sure. Do my own Okay, so Sounds what like I'm a gathering song, a pirate like there's a guy <laughs> yeah. jumping around with boots and a yeah, and an eye patch. patch right. and, yeah, it's Arr. very it's, it, there's something medieval about it or something. Yeah, or, it's a pirate, yeah. a pirate yeah. stuck in King <clears throat> Arthur's court, right? <laughs> Just lumping everything together. Now there's a movie. <laughs> um, and the pirate is Johnny Depp. What do you say that? I'm calling up the lyrics right now because I I need to dive in oh, headfirst to this. Oh, they're good. Georgie, um, here's my I, other guess. I, is, that, is this about colonialism? It is not. 
It is not. Oh. There, there's, a, there's a great debate online about what this is about. Um, so they, uh, the, the best part of this is so they, um, they went to do a album, a whole album about the human condition and God and creation and the whole thing. Okay, and they Aaron's go, loving this already. And they go to make this. They, listen, they go to. I read about this. this is so great. They go to make this um, this album or this these demos at the. Um, it's called the the Chateau de Hirtelo oh, yeah. or something. It's That's where funky, they made the Hank. Funky it's, Chateau. Yeah, it's where they chateau. made. Yeah, they made a uh, honky tonk chateau. Bowie made low there. They recorded "Staying Alive" and "How Deep Is Your Love," and it's a yeah. chateau in France where even like Frederick Chopin lived. Right. Freddy. So Ian and the boys here in uh, in uh, Jethro Tull had trouble with these sessions, and they started referring to it <laughs> I have as trouble cha- with them. yeah. Well, here's the thing: they started referring to it instead of chateau, whatever the name of the town is, as Chateau Les Destasters. Chateau <laughs> Les Destasters. It's a oh, disaster. disaster. A disaster. Okay. So right. Chateau Disaster, because it sounded so bad with what they were doing, and they didn't do well with it, that they just left it there. I think it's pretty ballsy of them to fucking blame a place in France for their fuck-ups. <laughs> it seemed to work for everyone else, from Chopin to Bowie. Yeah, Jesus. So so then, um, later on, after the two other records, I believe, they decided, okay, we'll go back to that. And they go back to this. And this song in particular was he does not like it because it was he feels it's a sellout like it, this is their pop track and their biggest <laughs> their tar- highest charting single even above um locomotive Aqualung. breath and aqualung it's their highest charting single it did i think top 15 in the united states i think 12 it said not on my watch it didn't <laughs> no i know I, but the rest of the world does not like this song just the united states and canada north america so he doesn't so ian doesn't like it and he feels it's his sellout track that he sold out, and it's a pop song, which that just seems insane to me that this is a pop yeah, song. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting distinction he's making for a song that sounds exactly like everything else they've ever done. Yeah, to me it does. Yeah, it doesn't sound like this is... Um, he. It's not like this is Paul Abdul. No. So uh, I guess from your story, George, was do, do the lyrics have to do with the Chateau... No, 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 okay. no. Sorry, I, I, I went completely off track there. I'm sorry. So the, the there's a big discussion online about what these lyrics are about. Um, obviously about the human condition as they were about trying five to, minutes too long. Do the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to do the demo about people being animals and competing for things, which is obvious if you read the lyrics. But then the big thing, if you scroll down, Damon, okay, is in the second verse or so. Well, let's let's. I want to quickly okay, well, run the the first one because okay. I'm trying to figure out what the hell he's talking about. Walking through forests of palm tree apartments, Aaron's going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> Scoff at the monkeys who live in their dark. So he's he's got jungle uh, symbolism really going screams on, at but the he's man. getting into the human condition of competing for things. Right. Okay. Where this, which honestly, I think that basically the title should have been "Life in the Jungle." But you know that doesn't r- bungle rhymes with it. Right. So that was that was his pop concession. I believe it is. Yes, <laughs> it's so poppy to say bungle. <laughs> down down by the waterhole, drunk every Friday, eating their nuts, saving their raisins for Sunday. All right, he's just describing monkeys raisins. like in a zoo. F- yeah. A flute and say raisins in a fucking rock track. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Lions and tigers who wait in the shadows. They're fast, but they're lazy and sleep in green meadows. Okay, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Now we're. Let's bungle in the jungle. That's all right with me. I'm a tiger when I want love, but I'm a snake if we disagree. disagree. 
See, so wow, that's he's, powerful. Yeah, he and and you know, so we're getting. So the point, my we'll see later is is they're getting into the idea now with the snake of Garden of Eden, God, what God created, etc. But let me play this next verse, and then we'll go back and review the lyrics. As long as we can keep exploring this for Aaron's benefit, I will do so. <laughs> or his his general demise or hurt. Yeah, well, that's the. <laughs> That's the that's it's not the, his benefit. I think I'm speaking for you, Aaron, but it's not for your benefit. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure your benefit was in quotes, but let, let's carry on. Just say a word, then the boys will be right there with closets you back to send the children the night. Is it so frightening to have me to show? That's bungle. Okay, so this is another one of those situations, and this is going to kind of bleed into my choice as well. Mm-hmm. And we keep getting a lot of these. It's the decades later dismissing a song. Oh, that's just my crappy, uh, you know, pop song. Or that's, you know, that's the one the producer wanted us to do. But meanwhile, he, it, I'm not saying these are good lyrics. I'm saying he put a lot of work into these lyrics. Well, it's you a know? whole concept for the record. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a whole concept. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for, for you to kind of, why are you... If you hate a song, why are you writing it? I don't. I just. I don't get that mentality. You know, right, right. it was yeah. the same thing with like Paul Stanley and and uh, put the X in sex. I know he didn't yeah. write it, but the work they put into that song to make it a quote unquote hit. Agreed. So this is the same thing here. Like, why? Why are you later saying you don't like this song when we clearly put work into it? And it's a fucking hit. Do you have a hit? I don't have a hit. I don't have a Aaron, hit. you got a hit? No. Nah. No, see, so it's a hit, you know, <laughs> top 12 United States. <laughs> and this is also like kind of not making any sense. Uh, say a word and the boys will be right there with claws at your back to send a chill through the night air. Is it so frightening to have me at your shoulder? That line kind of bumped me just because it didn't scan properly. It sounded like he, he well, could have fixed I, the line or that's, something. That's uh, the other thing about this song I noticed, which I'm not a huge fan of this, uh, but that it feels like there's too many words in the in the, yeah. in the verse where he's rushing it a bit to right. you could shorten it. Yeah, but, you know. Come on, dude. You know. Experimental. All I can think of when I hear these guys is that, you remember in, uh, you remember in, in uh, uh, Monty Python, Holy Grail, the <laughs> bravely went, Sir Robin, Sir Robin yeah. ran away. <laughs> <laughs> it only sounds like that to me. And and it's it's his delivery, it's everything, and it's they're making they're making a choice for real, and like, I don't know, it's certainly a choice. To to go along with that analogy, it didn't help that Ian, uh, what's his name, Ian Anderson, uh, Ian Anderson. Anderson. Well, like he he sort of set set himself up as this kind of like court jester right. minstrel, minstrel? Yeah, <laughs> impish minstrel yes. like standing on one leg with a flute and just yes. kind of like bopping around like yeah. a, like a crazy guy Did he wear like jumpers all the time <laughs> he wear jumpers <laughs> <laughs> it's another word jumpers yeah. right, jumpers can- no jumpers <laughs> let's uh, cru- i think we're cruising into the next chorus let's do it yeah that's I 
kind of like that string arrangement. If I'm being honest, there's there's something uh, Zeppelinish about the string arrangement. So I, I, hate I, I feel worse. like I, I mean, there's I have to find something I like. Right. What what year is this? Seventy four. Seventy okay. Seventy four. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's like that kind of like pre pre disco. That's like yeah. a disco string arrangement, right? Like a little string like string stabs. Yeah. This came out of a lot of speakers of El Caminos, my friends. <laughs> yeah. If you're a big brother. God, that's so hard to put my head around. Like, you would think that those guys, those meatheads who fucking loved it, like, you just can't plan things sometimes. Like, who would have thought some lunkhead in, like, anywhere USA <laughs> would be, you know, like, heading to the football game listening to this? Like, oh. you would think it would be, like, you know, Montrose or something like that. Do like, you guys that makes think, sense. Like, yeah, what the fuck? You, How would you like this? But they did. Because well, of marijuana. I, I was think. just going to say, yeah, it's, guess, it's yeah, total we, drug culture. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, man, we get high to the toll. Yeah, totally. You know? yeah, think of uh, Dazed and Confused in, uh, yeah, in that's exactly uh, Matt, Matthew McConaughey. Like, it's yeah, like, how would you of, get there? But they did. That's yeah. weed, I guess. He's talking about God and man and, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. It sounds it just, like it was like the, the flute. I know it's Ian, but it sounds like the band had to deal with the flute player because like his mom let him use the room to rehearse in or something. They're like, fucking <laughs> fuck. Yeah, Ian, you always hear those stories about bands when they, you know, the only reason we let him in the band was because he had a PA. Right. Think, That's what they said about Roth. And, and you know. I, right, right, right. I, Roth. I, I, don't like, I don't like that story. But nobody um, says it's because he it. had a flute. Right. <laughs> I'd say there's there's a there's a, a a pretty big chasm between having flute solos and David Lee Roth in your band. Take your pick. It's, there, it's the widest chasm that there is. Yeah. <laughs> You've just described the biggest one. <laughs> All right, carrying on with this joy. Court. We're in King Arthur's Court. I mean, then suddenly oh. we're back in the the 4-4. I don't... It's unbelievable. Right. I, I like how... I, I don't think I've ever, like, sat through this whole song. No. Yeah. I, no. I, I really don't hate Tull as much as Aaron does, but I, I also haven't sat through the song because I've, I've never felt a need to. But I like how at the end... Like, like he, yeah, the band is just sort of indulging his flute playing because at the end he gets one last little lick in. <laughs> well, that's her signature. <laughs> he plays the flute. <laughs> it's like, dude, he, he'd been exploring, all, you know, the, the the temporal space the whole time, and it's like, and instead of easing back into the next verse, he did. He had to get one last little. <laughs> oh shit! It's over. <laughs> all right, c- carrying Leave on. Leave it here. to a flautist. Yeah, <laughs> and by the way. I also I like flute. I think the flute is a cool instrument, and no I problem. don't even mind it in rock songs necessarily. But yeah, they they really test your patience in, in with for, for the instrument in, in this and band. Failed, <laughs> failing really? grade. <laughs> cool, ca- carrying on. Okay, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, God, this is like Garden of Eden. Yes. Right. right. So you, you, see the, you see the cap. There's a big debate online about the 
capitalization, Aaron, if you see the lyrics of when he says he he's a lover of life but a player of pawns. Yes, the king and on he, his sunset. He, his and he and king are all capitalized as it would be when you're the speaking Lord. of the Lord. Right. <laughs> and and we're the monkeys. Jane. Right, the monkeys. We, yeah. He's playing us like pawns, and there's snakes in the grass in the Garden of Eden. About the human condition, as they said about the demos done at Chateau Le Disaster. Well, but, <laughs> but why would there be controversy if I mean, it would, when it's clearly that's what he's talking about? Why, like, who? What dummy doesn't understand what this? Well, you've been on Reddit and all that, where yeah. people discuss all this. I mean, that, that's, there's True. so much. This is about homosexuality. Dam- <laughs> Damon, you've seen the internet, right? Okay. <laughs> it's so clear. I don't understand what the problem. Oh. Yeah, well, Oh, you know, right. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, okay, I guess carrying on with this verse. I mean, we're we're gonna get to the chorus repeating about fifty times, and we can yeah, bail we out could, at that yeah, point. Yeah, we can bail out there. <laughs> Not so fast. Torture. You, you don't get to dictate the uh, the we're rules get the of the big torture knife now. <laughs> Here we go. So it carries on like that. Yuck. So the the monkeys, yeah. All right, I don't know. So what's his big point that we're we're in this ju- we're the, the 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 civilization as a whole is a jungle and we're fucking it up. Well, but, and we're despite competing. what the Lord tried to give us, right? And we're competing. Well, we're it, competing, but it's all right with him because Bungle and Jungle is all right with me. So he's all right with it. Yeah, because the narrator. All right, if, if his, yes, he's all right. Uh, look. If this is a better song, I'll, I'll I'll allow people to have kind of like nonsensical lyrics. Um, if if the song's better, but this one I'm gonna I'm gonna the chorus has nothing to do with what he's trying to say in the verses, which is that we're just monkeys and we're maybe even like whether it's whether it's you think it's God or the or fate or whatever it's kind of like or yes. not fate or just like random chaos mm-hmm. is, is is allowing things to happen. But then he's like, eh, but let's bungle in the jungle. It's all right by me. Meh. So kind of shrugging, going, oh, well. I'm a, and then I'm a tiger when I want love, but I'm a snake if we disagree. I don't, what does that yeah, have to do with both, it? Both sides of him, I guess. I, I, I don't know. He's a tiger I, oh, if he wants he love. But if he, we disagree, I'm going to bite you the apple. I don't know. He kind of he kind of seems like a dick, really. <laughs> right. Well, I, that, maybe that's the, the point. He's a nasty the, crocodile and whatever. Yeah, the guy <laughs> who the guy who doesn't who who who's a snake when he disagrees probably isn't going to sit down and talk through things. Um, honey, um, I I, I really wanted to, to go over our finances. Fuck you, smack. <laughs> I told you I'm a snake. I'm, I'm sorry. We just agreed. Um, one thing I want to note from both you guys, what I, which thing I did find interesting about this song, or, or at least quizzical, was that it's not that um, the uh, the flute break aside, it's really not that complicated. Like I think of them as more complicated prog rock kind of music, and this isn't that complicated like it, there's there's parts in this there's basically just two parts maybe that's his point of i think that's what he's oh, saying com- about being at pop a pop quote unquote it's just yeah. it's a pretty simple song yes aaron yeah i mean it's all built around that that verse do 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 right that's it and then there's the other part and yeah i mean i would think that the the guys in rush would would laugh at it <laughs> as far as for uh, being being complex um, right it's a simple it seems i was surprised at how simple this seemed to me where i was like oh well this isn't there's not that many parts or that many confusing things or time signatures or whatever yeah, so it's, it's plenty confusing it's plenty <laughs> confusing and, and perplexing uh but not on a uh a, a, a 
pure, uh, I don't know, rocking level. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, it's fucking bad. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it so much. (laughs) All right. So I I think that wraps up George's contribution. Yep. Yep. And uh, we spared you like three or four choruses. And uh, you're let's... welcome. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and let's Call move that. on to uh, to my my uh, contribution to your pain this week. I'm you guys ready? I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Did you get this one yet, Aaron? This heart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make love to you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) From from Baby Lestrange? Is this on Baby Lestrange? (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) This is fucking Bernie Taupin, I think, isn't it? I think it is. No, uh, no, no. There's, there's. Oh, uh, he it's, had uh, the, these it's, dreams or something. It's, 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 Mutt, it's Mutt Lang, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like there's, a, there's a whole backstory about this that I, I'm going to get into with you guys. But let's, let's get into the first verse. I I'm, I'm... just wanna make love to you. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so she's driving. You following this story? It's, it's a story song. Oh, I, re- a- I remember the song and <clears throat> oh, yeah. what what the what the storyline is, and being like, "What? <laughs> it's raining. She gets she laid at a hotel wanna, and has a child. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't want to just bone. She just wants to. She's having an affair because she wants to get knocked up, and her old man, his seed ain't working or something. I think yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. Right. Very country. Very country. <laughs> right, you need yeah. a pickup truck and maybe some beer, and you know. Yeah. 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 So I. By the way, I'm pretty sure the DMV would recommend a woman by herself in a car not pull over and pick up a, a hitchhiker. I like it's the DMV Sperm. that's recommending, <laughs> or the AAA. I mean, it's got it's some 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 sort of a uh, I don't know agency. Here's your license. Out. Here's your license, ma'am. But yeah. that's on here's the, a few uh, things. The, here's here's a do's and don'ts. Like it's on the big state get... sign when you enter in a welcome to Wisconsin. Hey, ladies, don't, don't pick up drifters, even if you want to get knocked up. Yeah, enjoy your stay in the cheese state. You never know who you might. <laughs> run into you know. <laughs> they actually have like like uh little you know how they have rest stops and stuff along the way they've actually got sperm banks just to avoid <laughs> yeah, this sort of situation coming like up this, yeah. look don't pick up the random guy we've tested everything just pull onto the roadside sperm bank here's a vial just, yeah <laughs> you, get, you get the vial with your license <laughs> and this was in like the in in like prime time Unfortunately, HIV time too. Uh, it was, yeah. yeah. This is right Jeez. before all the big hits, though. Like he's talking about. This is before these dreams and no. This is after. What about oh, love? This is the oh, tail end. Tail yeah. end. Oh, oh okay. yeah. All right. Tail. So now she's pulled up alongside and offered him a ride. Again, not sure. Uh, highway safety is is uh is this is recommended for your for your <laughs> wife or daughter? This is a Diane Warren. This is a Diane Warren. No, it's let, okay. Okay. We'll all get right. into the chorus, and then we'll we'll okay. talk about the, okay. the the writing. Okay. Here we go. Accepted with a smile 
she's got I don't know if the arms are really the the key here, lady. She her, her loving arms to hold on to. It's his schwanz, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, it's yeah. There's two there's two different uh, the uh, body thereof. parts that are that are important well, in this transaction. Even, it's not even making it so much, truly. I mean, because like in the end, it's about having the kid, right? Yeah. Well, that's the big twist at the end. Which, but thank you for ruining it, by the way, both of you guys. <laughs> well, I hate it, and leaping I right to well, the. I, you know. <laughs> but 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 uh, yeah, that is that that does seem to be your point, which means that some of these lyrics are just don't make any sense. Which where she goes, tell me it's right. Is this love at first sight? I mean, yeah, what, what difference does it make? Yeah, who cares if if your whole if your whole intention is just is just to uh, become with child, or, or if it's making it. Even if she just wants to make it, like what that it, it, it's like it sort of steals away the. Can't a woman be aggressive if she's like, tell me you love me like that? Like, well, is she yeah. being aggressive or is f- she fucking not? Or you know, yeah. then later on, the kid thing. Well, this is a different story. If it ends in murder, guys, I don't think it's a song then. You know, I just, happy endings, you know. I <laughs> She wouldn't be around to be telling the story. Yeah, right. And yeah. I'm singing to you from beyond the grave. <laughs> I shouldn't that's, have that's stopped. Metal. It was the wrong. Okay. I should uh, look up this, because I, I know some of the story, and I got behind schedule, but let me look this up real quick. Um, all I want to do is make love to you. And then we go, Wikipedia had a decent little, but there is, there's one thing I do want to really touch on in a, in a minute. So written by, oh, just, it was just Mutt Lang who wrote it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was right. But it was, I, I thought maybe there are other people, but I do believe what, what's going to, what's going to blow your mind guys. When he wrote, originally wrote it, like this song's from 1990 oh. and he originally wrote it back in 1979. Oh, and I might as well just do this now yeah. as, as part of this the, this presentation, <laughs> which should aggravate you even more. This is the original version by Dobie Gray. I don't know if you guys know who Dobie Gray is. He's, yeah, he's the yeah, guy yeah. who sang, yeah. uh, um, "Give me the beat, boy, and be my soul." I wanna... Okay, so this was a song written by Mutt Lang, obviously much earlier in his career, given to Dobie Gray. Here's the original version. A woman he picks up because no, just no. There's there's a lot to talk about here. All I wanna do is make love to you. There's a million things that we could do. Oh, fucking great! Just wanna do them with you. Okay, all right. I'm not gonna play the whole song, but already like ten seconds in. We're, right. we're it's a fucking great song. Different subject matter. And yeah, completely yeah. different subject matter. Yeah. So what what seems to have happened was somebody per, perhaps the Wilson sisters got a hold of this Dobie Gray song mm. that Mutt Lang maybe he was producing this album I don't know and just changed all the lyrics to this kind of female empowerment with this twist ending right. or something. Oh chicks. Uh, which which <laughs> obviously again this is this is goes I, this is starting to be a theme in all these fucking songs which is at the time, they must have thought this was a good idea. This is a very well produced song. Uh, the, the 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 story they put up. It seems like they put some work into the story and making all the pieces fit, <laughs> so to speak. And and uh, and and uh, and then years later, they they won't perform the song because they don't like the subject matter. I'm like, you wrote oh, the I fucking didn't, oh, I didn't thing. Know that. Is that right? They, yes, Heart I think they. From what I read, and, and I'm not a, a heart. I don't follow hard. I don't yeah. really care, and I don't follow. You know, read their set list after they've done a concert. But according to what I read, 
they've done the song once in like 2007 or something or maybe twice yeah. in all the years since it was a hit and people have always been clamoring for for them to play it why i don't know but it's because she's uncomfortable with the subject matter and i'm like you fucking wrote it what like why are you uncomfortable with it now did you th- I, this goes also goes back to aaron's uh kind of catch-all <laughs> explanation for everything which is coke yeah. <laughs> just, just well, coke. That's that's all you need to say. I, yeah, I coke. Think this... Coke and concerned that they like one more. Let's want have one more swing at the fences because they had had that rebirth. Like, yes, those, right. It's yeah. just a that's dangerous place say. for bands where they yep. they lose they lose whatever the way Kiss did, the way Aerosmith did. Da 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 da. They lose yes. the juice, and so then they find the juice in chasing chart success, and then they fold on things that they perhaps in the early seventies would have said, I'm not going to do this pansy ass, you know, who can say really like it's, I think that my guess is that they, that the Wilson sisters didn't have anything to do with it. No. Much just repurposed it. Like maybe it was commissioned to provide a song for them and just went like, was late for the meeting and went, I don't know, fucking Dobie Gillis or whatever his fucking name Dobie was. Gray, yeah. <laughs> Dobie Gray. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know, do this, you know, uh, that was the, that's the first thing he saw on the desk when they walked in or something. Uh, but again, if if she was so uncomfortable with this with the right. subject matter, and she, you know, they put so much work into making this a hit, she couldn't have like kind of said, "All right, I don't like that rewrite. Can we just change this so it's not about this chick getting knocked up and you know picking up a hitchhiker and stuff?" I mean, right. wh- wh- at the time, she seemed perfectly uh, happy to do it. I guess. Right, yeah. I guess like because there's a ton of song. I mean, rock and roll is built on dudes being leches and just picking up you know 16 year old broads in their van and then like ditching them without any shoes on anymore i mean there's there those songs are a dime a dozen in rock and so it's mildly interesting to have it be from the point of view what why couldn't a gal be sexually aggressive but then and then to neuter it at the time to being well i want a kid and tell me this is all right stranger uh, and then further neuter the whole idea later by saying I was uncomfortable with it the whole time. But I think maybe it's all about that. Like, well, look, I just wanted to fucking hit and I rationalized it at the time. And now I don't want to rationalize it anymore. Correct. That's what I and, and there was such a premium on <clears throat> what you're saying of, of hits then when there was only when everybody said at record companies from every record company to from every band of we just need a hit. And there was a few people that could provide him where it was Diane Warren, Mutt Lang, and then now we're back to even to uh, Bernie Taupin and Be- Built This City. Bernie Taupin wrote These Dreams. And that record was a huge hit for them. It had What About Love, These Dreams, Nothing At All. I love that record. The Heart Comeback <laughs> record before this one. And they got all these people to write songs for them. And, and you had to go get these people in the songs they had. And this was one that Mutt Lang had. And I will tell you this, because later on, even beyond Def Leppard, much perhaps even bigger success was when he married Shania Twain. And Shania Twain would have murdered this. This is her song. You can hear her in it. Think about it. Yeah. She would have killed this song. It's a country song. It has a story. She would have killed this. You can hear her voice in it even. Yeah. Where she would have been great at it. And... And that and that's the thing of getting a hit was such a thing then, like Aaron was saying, is the seventies band that no longer the kind of music that they wrote isn't no long is no longer popular. Yeah, the and, label is up their ass probably. And they're like, You gotta things. do this song. We've got we we had to we had to we did suck Mutt Lang's dick to get this song and we got it. Yeah. And you gotta and do those, it now and the, you know those women are so good too, like the Wilsons and like it always bump like yeah. God damn it. Like <laughs> I, I just I, I know that they were strong and I know that they 
guided their own ship, but I just wanted them to have more overt Chrissy Hindness about them. Yeah, because I mean, right. like, they, yeah, they were badass in in the seventies. Yeah, like, yeah. they're like, they as badass like they as Chrissy Hine. Yeah, it didn't like, seem like they ever took him took shit, you know. And like mm-hmm. Chrissy Hine, I don't think has ever once took shit. And like, I was, I wanted them to have some sass to say, no, we're not going to fucking do this bullshit. But you know, the label probably terrified them. Hey, like you know, all these middle aged white dudes, no problem. Middle aged chicks, ooh, we got a big problem. Yeah, the kids yeah. aren't going to want you, you know. And they're like, what? I understand the reasoning behind them wanting hits and, and it's, you know, right. it's a sort of a, a, whatever desperation they were feeling or inadequacy or whatever. That's, that's totally fine. That doesn't mean that I can't 30 years later make fun of this fucking awful song. No, this it's is America, Damon. This <laughs> is America. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of people uh, who, who were feeling emotionally vulnerable at the time. They just set themselves up for ear and loathing. I hate to, I hate to break they it did. to them. They did. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, to the podcast. that's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All so, right, desperation. Yeah. We're sorting it out for you, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carrying on. I think so. What? Where did we leave off in the story? She, she. Uh, I think they're uh, getting ready to to do it. They're getting ready. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Do it. Okay, they're this is my to. this is one of my favorite parts coming up. So we found this hotel. It was a place. Wait, hold Look, on a second. Hotel place well. she knew well because she's been trying to get pregnant for a while, guys. Yeah, you that's, know, and this is <laughs> did, n- n- nothing has has sort of like uh, caught. She hasn't caught yet, if that's the right term. Well, maybe she lives in the area. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she she actually rents the hotel up by by the week. Yeah, I don't know. It's just she knows it well. Just she she drives well. past. She drives past. She's had a drink there. I don't know. Oh my god! It's a Ramada. <laughs> Okay, so now yeah. I there's a nice little callback to the uh, to to a previous heart song coming up. So well, we made magic that night. with his magic hands. Okay. So she came. She came more than once. Yeah, that's the lots of orgasms. Yeah. So so again, we're we're now, as Aaron said, like if she's just going out to get laid and she found happened to find a guy who who's magic, cool. But why do you care about the the? I guess it's just a bonus, like a cherry on top of of getting getting knocked up, right? Like why does she care so much about how many times they? I guess multiple times is going to kind of ensure that you that he does he does a make that connection. Deliver the goods. Thread that needle. Well put. <laughs> well, you know, isn't it better if a child's born of love? Yeah, right. You know, a, you know, a good time rather than a bad time. Just a wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. She's enjoying this, honey. Thank when you, I let's thank not you, get sir. Down on her. Yeah. When you were conceived, I came like fifteen <laughs> times, <laughs> and it wasn't in the back of a van. It was in a it's hotel true. room that I knew that well. I knew well. <laughs> it was a truly good news, good news situation. I've been trying a lot with a lot of duds. Oh fuck. <laughs> All right. Your father knew what he was doing. Now, oh, let me tell you that. You guys, look. <laughs> I didn't catch his name. No. <laughs> Greg, uh, Gary, I Gordon. Say, uh, something I want to say G. Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, uh, Chris, 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 I don't know. <laughs> Here we go.
All right, so she's leaving him a note, and this is what the yeah. note says. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. By the way, call back to the previous song, Garden of Eden. She's kind of right, making that. And she's the flower of the sea. There's all the, you know, we know what happened, okay? And then Imagine and now that she, poor guy Cliff waking up and going, "The fuck is this shit?" Was she a witch or some shit? Fuck is this witch? <laughs> <laughs> she wanted my seed. Good God. I hope I don't owe her anything. And why did Maybe he never come back to Wisconsin? <laughs> Wait, here, guys. Here's the big question. It was raw dogging. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Why not the Why not the big question during this period of time, Aaron? As you said, during AIDS, why wasn't HIV, there a, que- a thing of like, yeah. so you glo- you protected, or you should I glove up, or what's the? It's true. That's that is like again public safety issue. We've got the picking up hitchhikers and also the the uh, tr- sexually transmitted diseases, some fatal. But mm-hmm. here, here's the here's the biggest question. The dude's kind of like. She, you know, like remember, remember the jerk where he gets he, he's hitchhiking, he gets a ride to the end of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was like, to the end I was, of his fence. I was trying to get to Indianapolis. Hey, <laughs> hey there's a hotel. She's well, um, like three blocks. <laughs> should we pull over this hotel? Um, actually, no. I was. Uh, All I was right, to, I still need a ride. Would I? I don't. <laughs> yeah, this is the shit about the the seed and the tree and everything. I'm cool with that, but, but can we get on the highway? Think, I can't think help of, but feel this is an all you no me deal. <laughs> What the fuck? And by the way, think if the sexes were reversed, this would be super creepy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I left her a note. What's the big deal? I moved on. I don't, you know, I punched her a couple times. I don't know. What's your problem? All right. Uh, Jesus. Okay, so we, she, and now, now she's going to say. I left a note. Well, I'm a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I threw away the condom. Oh, there was no condom. I forgot about that. Raw Co- dog. <laughs> That's right. All right, carrying on. So she, he, we planted a tree, she said. Okay, so again, this song doesn't make sense because they meet later. She goes, well, I'll, you'll always live in my memory. Right, I don't know the last verses. I believe they do. She sees him in the eyes. Right, or she, yeah, yeah. And again, that's that's kind of a, a lift from the from Billie Jean, right? Like the like baby was crying, oh, right. the eyes look like mine. Eyes look like mine. Right. She's saying now, I'm banging this guy, and the intention is to never see him again because I need his his sperm for this but I purpose. Will see him but then day. at the end of the song, she sees him again anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So what? Well, the child grows up, wants to know, you know. Like the the twist the twist ending she's was saying so that she sees him every day is she sees him yeah. in the eyes of the kid not actually Later. sees Cliff, no 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 right? no listen here's a verse coming up then it happened one day we came round the same way you can imagine his surprise when he saw his own eyes she, she ran she's like has the kid in the stroller or something walking down the street and and hey, that bastard looks like me <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I thought we weren't supposed to see each other again what are you doing here so. Well, and yet she knows the hotel well. She hasn't left the area, apparently. Yeah, that's true. Like he's, local. He still hasn't gotten a ride out of town. Like, it's been more than nine months. <laughs> he's a sort of hitch a ride, and he runs into her. He's bartending at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't I know you? <laughs> Folks right here call me Rod Dog Cliff. Did, I cannot did, get out of this town. Did we bone? <laughs> 
Can I get you a drink, madam? Did we burn? <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So why is this kid in the bar? We're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But so, so the flower, the seed. All right. And she's just I'm never going to see you again. Live in my memory. You served your purpose. You impregnated me. Now let's go our separate ways. And then we're going to get into a chorus here. <laughs> And I'm gonna I'm gonna also say like this is a bridge that just didn't need to happen. I mean, just here's the lyrics coming up. The, Ooh, we made love. It's the classic L- '80s middle eights, you know. <laughs> but it was unnecessary. First of all, to the story. Second, to the song. We made love, love like strangers all night long. We made. Well, I think we established that already. That well, you have to put that in because it's going to lead to the solo, right? This just leads to the solo. I guess I you could just end that chorus with a solo. Well, let's see. No let's one's, see. No one's stopping you from doing that. All right, here we go. There was I thought there was a solo coming. I did up. too. That's that's yeah. weird. Well, we have. To, it was too important to get back to this this story about. Normally, it would have. <laughs> this fucking nonsensical meeting of these these two losers. Here we go. Then it happened one day. We came around the same way. You can imagine his surprise when he saw. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were asking I was to digging it. Okay, oh, okay, fair enough. And by the way, sweetheart, I don't appreciate you referring to what I gave you as the one little thing. <laughs> could, could, like <laughs> again, you know. Yeah. Motion of the ocean. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not the this size of the wand. That's why we don't let you you gals sing these sexually aggressive songs. <laughs> it was shrinkage. Um, all right, so we're going to... All, all I want to do, I think we're going to just keep going here. It just goes on like that, I think. That's the end. The, it kind Fuck. of goes out in, in the choruses. Fuck. So one thing I wanted to point out about this song, and this is got probably going to be knowing how you guys are going to torture me in the coming weeks. And I haven't yet found a good way to describe this, and maybe we can come up with a term for it moving forward. But there was this era where it didn't, it, it was like any sort of song, whether it was a pop song, a metal song, a straight rock song, you name it, maybe even some easy listening songs where it was just like ubiquitous that there would be a, a chugging guitar. This song is like a perfect example of the entire thing. And it, 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 people sort of lost the, 
the interest, I guess, in like cool guitar riffs or something like that. Cause there's just, just a constant chugging guitars going on. And it's, that's another thing that really aggravates me about this song. Just, it was just, it's, it, it the whole thing just falls under that category of just like lazy hit. It was it. Look, they they were right. I'm wrong. It was a hit. People loved it to the point where where I, I guess people are still clamoring to hear it, and Hart won't play it. But uh, but uh, I question who you got that blip from <laughs> that blurb. Well, no, there's there, it says there's an there's on the uh, Wikipedia page. Oh, I, I'll I've give you the quickie here. Uh, she's Anne in mentions that she's surprised at how many of their fans. Uh, want to hear this song to this day when Hart plays live. Although Hart does not perform this song anymore due to Anne's dislike of the song, she did eventually perform it in 2017, though her version had a few changes. It's probably cast from accounting, censor uh, 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 a letter. <laughs> every year. It's cast yeah. from accounting. <laughs> Listen, I'll, why'd you do me a solid? It's going to be my 54th birthday. Is it you every year? Is it is it Kath from the accounting office at the Hart accounting office? No, no. Meaning like no, no, just accounting. Like the one she's who coming to she's the, for fifty fourth birthday for yeah. her birthday. She's yeah. coming to see Hart. And if you could play this song, and I appreciate it. It's yeah. my favorite she, she Hart writes, song. She, yeah, she yeah. writes Anne every year. It's right? Kath from like my forty first birthday. It's right. it's yeah. Kath from like Liberty Mutual Insurance, yes. right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so all right, that so anything else you guys have to say about this one? No, I, I've got, I, I've got I, a ruling. I got. I got. I confessed that I when this song came out, I liked it. Really, I did. I did. I was a big fan of the Heart comeback record with these dreams and all that. I loved all that. It was nineteen eighty five or six, I think. Mm-hmm. And I listened to that record a lot. And when this came out, I it reminded me of that. And I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't listen to it now. Exactly. I didn't remember it. But as soon as it came on, I remembered the whole story and everything yeah, about yeah. it. And I like, like Aaron was saying, I like them. So I like yeah. the way they sound together, and I and I like this song. Now it kind of feels like mm, I'm going to acknowledge but, yeah. that that of of course she's got one of the most magnificent voices in rock. Yep. And it was as I said earlier, it's super well produced for that era. It's it obvious. There's no way this wasn't going to be a hit. I I I totally understand it. Um, it just it just makes me weep for humanity when songs like this become popular because it's just so fucking bad. Um, well, and 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 this the end of that era. Nineteen ninety is just before Nirvana, and this is the end. Right. This is the, the last grasp at that yeah. thing. And I, I, one more thing I wanted to say is when you were complaining about, um, he's raw dogging it. <laughs> don't don't take a ride with a stranger. Yeah, I have the answer to that. Nineteen seventy nine, when this was right. written, and I don't know how much it changed between Dobie and them. Yeah. But both those things were cool in 1979. Yeah, that's but they're true, not man. cool in 1990. <laughs> right? Yeah, Get, getting fact, hitchhiking's fine. And in fact, the most, raw dog and it's fine, and hotels are fine. And <laughs> there's a lot of hitchhiking songs throughout rock history. Yeah, one of the one of the greatest ones is Chevy Van. Yeah, where the guy just picks up. What's that? So that's the one that's so it's absurdly disgusting because it's, it's a, a fun fan. song, but like the the but like. The content of it is like, yeah. he's with no shoes, he's, she's he, a runaway. And Vans were cool then. Yeah, she, They weren't creepy so yet, gross. they were cool. He picks up like, a, a street urchin and then, and then bangs her in the van and just like tosses her out. And that's all right oh. with me. Yeah, so <laughs> things, right with me. things were different in between it was. 79 and, and, and 1990. Yes, and I think sure. that's the reason what we're maybe feeling here with, with your questions about why. It, you know. it, is, it is unclear whether, you know, I, I may have misspoke earlier when I said that like the Wilsons may have rewritten the song i don't it doesn't it's unclear who rewrote it maybe mutt lang rewrote it 
for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't say. Female perspective. Yeah, right. The other thing about the, the Dobie Gray version, it's just more of like a soul hit yeah. with, with different different chord changes and different feel and everything. So I could see where they would have to. But this story that they ended up on, like the three of us in 10 minutes can come up with a better story that, to make this a female perspective song, I guess is my point. This was fucking stupid. Although these guys like Mutt Lang, they're such diabolical hit makers that they know all the dummies like Catherine Accounting are going to love this theme song. They're, they're going to think it's a really clever twist at the end. Oh, she had a baby. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Diane Warren and, and who's the other, the, you know, the, the, the they just know, they know that these stupid lyrics are going to uh, resonate with people. Yes. And I am declaring it uh, uh, the wrong thing to do. Starting okay. now. Okay. Starting now. Okay. Today. Okay. This In is the day. Sure. <laughs> okay. So uh, th- there you have it, Aaron. Another another uh, session in the torture chamber. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I have my ruling. And uh, as much as an awful situation uh, that, that, that Jethro brings with every cut to me and it's it cuts every cut of there's cuts like a knife uh a, a anthrax filled knife <laughs> i hate them so much but i will say that what i hate more is bullying the wilson sisters into thinking they gotta do this piece of shit poor, my poor beautiful wilson sisters such just oh so you're un- disappointed on the level that, that like one uh, one of your bands that you love had to resort to this yeah and and that they were bullied into it and that it was and that the song is shitty and and it was shitty what happened it's shitty to be afraid like they were um, it's my imagination not that they couldn't take it i think they were just as tough as any as any fella uh they were in the rock game it you have to have a thick ass skin so it's they don't need my protection but i'm going to offer it anyways (laughs) Um, you should sir and and like and it's so it's so funny how this has come up and this has happened a couple times now on the show where i my my sorbet has a lot to do with this uh this very thought process for the ladies uh but but i i gotta give it to to uh damon joseph uh uh this week um but a valiant effort by George. Uh, Thank you, sir. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, tip of the hat to, uh, to to a sweet Dicky Bingo. That song. Yeah, I, uh, no, he knows. I consulted knows. and I said I was thinking about this, and he goes, "No, he really hates Bungle in the Jungle." And I went, "Oh, I forgot that." One. Yeah, yeah, I was. And it's I fucking was true. Pretty, I was pretty uh, just set on on losing when I heard Jethro Tull start. <laughs> I, I know of Aaron's <laughs> loathing ear and loathing yeah. for. You, know, you for had a, to pick. You had to pick it just right. It had to hit me on an emotional level, not just an artistic level, to get me to <laughs> go away from that. But that's but that's what you did. That's why you play the game. That's it. Congratulations, Damon. Big Thank win. you. Nice win. <laughs> and by the way, guys, I'm on the board. And you're, you're on the board. board. You're on That's, the right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get into the sorbet section here. Yeah, let's get yeah. And uh, here we off we go with uh, Majel Bear Brit. <laughs> sorbet. Cleansing. So at this point, I'm just going to kind of randomly pick these as they come up. Hopefully not repeat them before I get through the whole list. Um, so yeah, let's do Aaron's palate cleanser. Yeah. Which is, I'm I'm there? looking, what's that? Again, you got it pulled it. up over there? Yeah, I got it pulled up. Uh, I've This is a song, I mean, I, obviously I'm seeing the title when you sent it to me. Mm-hmm. And this is a, obviously a band I'm very familiar with, but I don't think I know this song. It's brand new off the new record. 
Oh, interesting. Just, just, the record just came out and it knocks me out. I that's, fucking love it. That's why they're all over performing, yeah. you know, Mad World and stuff everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, they're promoting the new record. Here we go. Yeah. I'm going to turn it up. Yeah. Already sounds good. How much more like Tears for Fears can that sound like, by the way? That, yeah. That moment with the big acoustic chain. That could <laughs> be, that could, them. this already just from that one line, this, this song could be from like 1985. It puts you right there. Yeah. Yeah. Great drum groove. I mean, that's fucking awesome. This it's so uh good. it's I don't. There's probably not a real drummer, right? No, it is. I mean, they, oh. it, I'm sure there's plenty of program going on too. But it's yeah. uh, according to the info, it's a real fella. But it's it's a great. I guess my point is that like the drum sound is is yeah. very modern. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, with with a with a with a classic uh, TFF sound. So mm-hmm. um, that's I'm 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 digging this. Here we go. A, um, it's my life talk mm-hmm. talk vibe yeah, oh, from right, that bass right, line yeah, yeah it is right mm-hmm. that's what i was trying to place it you're right yeah. may i say that i'd much prefer kurt smith be singing anytime over roland <laughs> well i i there's you know i i he's got a very he's got a very pretty voice and roland is super emotive um but like uh the, the, i what i dig about the them as a duo is that sort of mccartney lennon situation where one brings out the best of the other and it is lovely to hear roland after a couple of kurtz and you know and then the reverse is true um but like you know shown. one is yeah, he's very pleasing, though, uh, Kurt, for sure. I will yeah. say that. Absolutely. Yeah. Still masters at the synthesizer. You know what I mean? Yeah. They fucking they. Just, you're right. Like it's like they're managing to be absolutely now, but also absolutely eighty three, eighty four, eighty five yep. with like the, this is what TFF does, you mm-hmm. know. And yeah. it fucking and it sounds so great. And you know you're you're still manipulating this fucking this keyboard to sound bitchin' and hooky and pleasant. And you could have chosen literally any sound, and you always got the right one. Mm-hmm. It seemed to me, you know. And it is such heavy, heavy situation, lyrically speaking. It's a sort of the, the, the bottom line is, is sort of like breaking up the, uh, uh, 
guys running things patriarchy kind of is what mm. this is all about yeah. and um i like that and someone and and someone should do it and and she can do it so like she's you know She's speaking of you understand female uh, empowerment from the last song. This right. is actually actual actually singing action. about real female empowerment. But no yeah. roadside hotel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless she wants it. Unless, unless she's okay with that. Yeah. Right. So like that and, and it is coming off the heels of this is a very, very heavy duty record as far as the uh, Roland's wife died in this awful way and and then he then he was dealing with his own shit, um, as you would imagine. Um and I think there was, you know, it sounded to me in, in, in interviews that he's saying that years of social drinking weren't working anymore. And then certainly after what happened to his wife, it was just destroyed him. And so that's what most of the lyrics seem to be about. And, and, uh, and, but it's still an incredibly uplifting, beautiful record. And, but there are, there are songs, there's always a heavy side to them. Always like really heavy. Yeah. The, even like songs like Change. Or uh, cold, cold. What is it? Cold. You give pale me. shelter. Pa- I'm sorry. Yeah, pa- pale shelter. He says cold in it though, right? Yeah, C- you cold, cold hands. hands. Yeah, cold yeah. hands. Right. But those songs to this day are melancholy, are, are very melancholy and creepy. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's uh, it. Totally speaks of uh, that's when you could do that in our childhood. Like the songs of that time or our adolescence. The songs of that time and what K Rock was doing. Like I feel melancholy slash love that song and it reminds me of that time it puts me there you're very emotional at that time as a kid and and then and then this music is happening and these sort of real emotive moments going down and and uh, those lads always fucking brought it um and and the, and the sound of their records is always so fucking great and bandish it sounds like a band you know and they're yeah. they're just yeah. so fucking good and they're it's sonically when people like get nuts about the way steely dan sounds i feel the same way about tears for fears records and the way they were produced and the time that was spent and spin like george and i were talking the other day the you can spin everybody wants to rule the world a million times and still i lose it over the fact that every part like billy jean is a fucking hook so like you could break up our billy jean the same way as like everybody wants to rule i put them in the same i put the same weight on them um, it's funny you say that because I'm actually looking at it right now on YouTube. Did you watch the Rick Beato analysis of uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the Roll? It did not. I, no, I know of it, have not watched. It's it's good. I mean, you, it's him doing his thing, and, it, and mm-hmm. it's great. But what's so interesting about the song is that when you when you break down all the little things that are happening, they're mm-hmm. not. How do I phrase this? So I'm not. I don't mean this to be an insult. It's actually a compliment. This the, the little parts that he breaks down are super simple. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's, there's not, you would think that it was like when you listen to a band like Tears for Fears and then particularly there's so, it's so kind of lush and a lot of things going on that you think, oh, that must be like really complicated part, parts going on. But nope. It's just super simple lines. It's like a guitar going on one note and you don't, and you, and you realize like, oh, that's, that's just like a, a driving rhythm and also a little tone in your head. It's, it's not meant to be a thing that's, you know, symphonic or something. It's so, the layers of it. It's the layers yeah. of it. And, and, and like Billie Jean is like, it's incredibly simple, but like you take any hook off and you run up to somebody on the street, a non-magician, a magician, <laughs> certainly a magician, but if you go to a, a non-musician and say, yo, listen to this, uh, you know, the drums give it away. You know, and yeah. Cat from Accounting will tell you that. 
<laughs> and cast. And, and so, and I mean, this, and it's not necessary that we listen to the whole song. I would just suggest that anybody who's listening to this would go out and, or, and buy this record because it's such a motherfucker. And I will say this too, on like sort of the personal tip that like, it really does an excellent job speaking about you know maybe getting older the record about getting older and about dealing with heavy shit and 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 not being preachy at all but just and being heart at once heartbreaking and triumphant which is sort of their stock and trade you know and Mm -hmm. i just i can't say enough about how awesome i feel it is and that's the entire record there's maybe two songs that i'm like eh about but still like a lot and 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 the the getting older part is is especially uh uh, relevant because if you if you look at Roland these days, he looks like Gandalf the Gray. Yeah, <laughs> with the long hair. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. And and uh, and so I just I just I love it. And um, I want to hear a little more of it. Yeah, play oh, that yeah. shit, baby. Please. Off we go. No more That line, she's the fire and the fallout. She reminds you of the things we never talk about. She's the, the fire and the and the fallout. Yeah, she's the fire and the fallout. She reminds you of the things we never talk, talk about. about. She's the lover with the best laid plan to break the man. Nice, nice. I like That's it. That's a mother. So that's. Do you think that's Roland harmonizing, or is that Kurt harmonizing himself? I think he's Kurt uh, uh, harmonizing himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay, then uh, they'd be able to have Roland do that very easily in a live mm-hmm. setting. It's a very TFF move. Yeah, it's kind of break out or, or, or uh, break it down so this mm-hmm. take out the snare. It almost feels halftime. Is yeah. that uh, Ian Anderson on the flute? <laughs> Hope so. Right, right. <laughs> Guest appearance. <laughs> they're, they're actually dragging him out. Featuring the studio. Guess who? <laughs> Feel the big full time chorus coming up, and it's just sort yeah. of like shaking yeah, it, building up to it. Yeah, yeah. When everything is running down, this is love. Oh, they brought the harmony up as the mm-hmm. lead for the, that little one line. That's pretty cool. As they like to do. She's the fire and the fallout. She reminds you of the things we never talk about. She's the lover with the best laid plan to bring the man. She's the trouble in the headline. She's the mother who turns back all the time. She's the devil you understand. 
Is this now? I'm assuming this is quote unquote a single. I don't know what that means anymore. Like, yeah. I, so you know, Beyonce has a new single. I don't know who, what you, how singles. When per- does it drop? Perform? Yeah, but how do they perform? <laughs> like, meaning, yeah, don't, people don't not... buy singles anymore physically. I, I guess you da- as downloads or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. the record's and, doing well uh, internationally and doing, I think, fine here. Um, uh, but like, this is the third. How cool the record is is that like this to me should have been the first one just because it's so it's poppy and perfect, but also bleak and not bleak but like you know melancholy and heavy and it's got a big ass message. Yeah, really adult song. But they went with the two others that were great, but are less of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'd be curious to know what this. I don't sales. Whatever. I, I hope they have a hit because it's a great song. I'm just wondering, like, how does a, how does someone in in 2022 respond to this? Other than guys like us who grew up, I with think these guys? I think it. I think that you're you're probably not gonna yeah. make any any. I think it's just it's gonna be great for the legacy. It's gonna be great for the people who are already on board and and the people who maybe should hear it the most ain't gonna. Yeah. Um, I, back I in the day, where like, you would have seen it on MTV because you were there for one song and saw others and grew to appreciate the others, even though that's not what you were here for. But that doesn't exist anymore. Listening to the song, I could imagine myself in. And I, again, this is not meant to be an insult. This is kind of how I feel. These great songs, what, what their destiny is. Like I'm sitting at an island. You know, we're mm-hmm. out for a dinner and a beer, and a song comes on you know, kind of the, whatever the, the, the music is that they have playing. And I'm like, it sounds like tears for fears, but I've never heard this song before. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it's just, I, I go, Oh, it's kind of a nice song. And then I kind of move on with my life. Like that. I think the, the final destination of this song is that unfortunately, yes, you know, cause yeah, it's, I, it's, it would be nice if it got into a movie, maybe mm-hmm. like a few years from now. Like I would love for God bless some fucking music supervisor, like puts it in so that it gets a, a, a second look that it will probably not get now um, and puts it in something instead of putting, you know, anything else in. It just is such a great song. And I think that the that would this should get people into the record, which gets people into them in retrospect. Yeah, which would be, would be nice, and the but fact like, that that we're we're helping uh, expose it to a wider audience. Yeah, <laughs> well, sure. Think that sure. Yeah. There's no way that like, every every bit helps, but not yeah, every bit. This not every bit. <laughs> yeah, certainly not each and every bit. Yeah, the, right now the the, the TFF uh, organization is going. We're good guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just put a rocket on this on this singles back. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> a rocket yeah. to yeah. this guy. Uh, really well, getting the uh, turning it into you, a water cooler song, guys. Good job. Yeah. Well, one thing uh, interesting your story about islands. The, the feeling I had the way I, the way I put myself in this is I thought speaking to the adult angle of it was that it, it, as soon as I heard this, it made me feel like I was at a super cool, hip, expensive hotel. Yeah. But in the lobby. But this time I can afford to stay there. <laughs> I'm not just in the bar. I'm not just young in the bar. I'm in here and I'm hearing this and I know I'm staying in a room upstairs. You weren't just right. walking up to the front desk and going, excuse me, where's the restroom? Right, right, exactly. That made me feel like, like that. That's well, like, you can like. sit there and read a paper because you're yeah. staying upstairs, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what's weird about like, it's, I, I think to that point exactly, George, is there's like, I, in the same way that once I, I grew up as a little kid loving George Carlin and uh, uh, comedians that their delivery was great enough to 
tickle my fancy. But yeah. I had no idea what was going on. I got a little hipper by the time I met Damon and then we could quote those same records back to each other. But it be, got a whole new life when I got into, say, my 20s and like, oh, that's what he fucking meant. Even like the drug references and stuff like that, that I laughed at because of the way <laughs> things were said. Yeah. But not because yeah. I understood truly what was going on. And then, <laughs> and then like with, with TFF and, and songs that were about heavy shit, I am, as I get older getting more hip to oh this is what internal change is about this is what monetary change is about and responsibility and da 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 and the weight of all those and then <laughs> how despite all that it could still be a beautiful lovely time in a great world da 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 so that's what that makes me think of and so like staying in the fancy hotel but being afforded to be to be there you know yes that's and an adult moment <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, you belong there too, like and not feeling like a fucking emotional fraud or a financial one either, you mm-hmm. know. Correct. So, uh, and speaking of staying in a fancy hotel, it's only a matter of time, guys, before this podcast takes off. Yeah, right. And on the strings. Basically, yeah. I mean, we'll be, our, our clients will be flying us around the world, first class, of course, yeah. to stay in the nicest hotels and for business meetings and stuff like that. Right. And not the dog just... shit places that uh, uh, Raw Dog Cliff is at. I, I was just going to yeah, say the, that was the same was hotel say. from from all I want to do. Yeah. That's right. And right. getting pregnant in a fancy hotel is better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's totally better. Than raw dogging it with Cliff. It's a better <laughs> story to tell the kid than how many times the, the raw, raw dog Cliff <laughs> made her achieve orgasm. Well, uh, I love the story that suddenly that he, like you said, he doesn't he doesn't get his ride in, in Indianapolis <laughs> and he gets a job at the hotel and everyone just referred to him as Raw Dog Cliff. <laughs> RDC. Hey, you guys going down to the bar? Uh, your raw dog Cliff is uh, bartending tonight. He's, he, 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 miss, he mixes a fantastic scorpion. <laughs> Have the scorpion from raw dog Cliff, uh, let me just tell me you. On, trust me on this. He's been here for 17 months, and uh, the broad hasn't come back around, and he's wondering. You know, <laughs> Cliff is so confused. He got a note. Look, Aaron, we've got, just to be completed, we've got 30 seconds left. Let's yeah, just yeah. play it out. I'm digging it. And I'm really happy that with them, like where we see where we were discussing Sting, you know, people who we love when they fall off with these weird sort of yeah. not really limp attempts to do a thing and like god bless sting for like he do whatever the fuck he wants and he stopped giving a shit in his you know before he even made it he stopped giving a shit what people thought has always been my impression of sting yeah. and and with this it's so awesome to see a legacy act be <laughs> yeah. be fucking awesome right and yeah. it is you can't accuse it 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 is very it's poppy Yes, but it's not chasing any kind of trend in my in my view, and it won't sound dated as far as I'm concerned, because it's just a great fucking pop song. Yeah, it has it's it's connected to pop, but it is fucking Tears for Fears. So fucking get into it. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know what they've put out. I mean, they were split for a little while, weren't they? Mm-hmm. This is them sort of getting it back together, and I think so, that the, is this the I first one since like the, since sowing the seeds of love or whatever? Oh no, 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 they had. Uh, they had another one, I think, like seventeen years ago. I think yeah. it was the last yeah. one. So, like, they. How was that one? Do you remember it? It's great. They're all, but the the cool thing is they're always great, and like, I don't think the last one had hits on it. But I think the last qualified hit they had was probably "Sowing the Seeds of Love." Yeah. Um. And and 
That's what, 1990 maybe? Yeah. But yeah. like they just they just did a tour, I think, with Squeeze. Like it'd be fucking amazing to see that. And um, I think they're they're back out now. They did one with uh, Holland Oates. Oh, cool. Uh, where it's like a coal headlining thing. You can imagine like fucking seriously. I'd How see many fucking the shit hits? out of that. Yeah, dude. And it's a, 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 a uh, inspired choice to lock those two together. So, but um, is it I, is I a tour is a tour that features duos a doer? <laughs> you know sponsored it. by doers <laughs> i never got that call to, to 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 plan the tour with them it's amazing no. yeah it's uh, yeah. i i you know one thing that occurs to me too is is i've thought of this before particularly with uh van halen when they got back together and i would say it with tears for fears too it, it i can't imagine the um the weight of when you define a moment for millions of people, for a for a generation of people, the way that they did, the way that Van Halen did, how do you how do you move past that? How do you make a new record? How do you right. do anything that? And I don't mean just a hit song that was one hit song. You define a moment the way everybody wants to rule the world did, mm-hmm. and the songs from songs from the Big Chair, all of them define a moment for all of us, no matter who we were or what we liked. This defines a moment. Yeah. And how do you make something else and move past that and live your life as a regular person and anything else? I think and, it's, uh, yes, and especially you know, when you're excited about doing something that's not a retread. So right. this manages yeah. to sound like them, them yeah. without sounding cloying or like it's it's the struggle of all these acts that we've been talking about who get yeah. into the torture zone is that they, for better or for worse, have been put there, you know, and it's usually yeah. by wanting to continue success or find it again or something, but you know, God bless them. You know, you could also do this. You could also fucking do this. So what's your excuse? <laughs> they didn't let a, like let a rapper sample shout <laughs> and then they kind of come in and sing the I'm chorus. Sure someone did. <laughs> I'm sure they've had offers for shit like that, but sting gladly hops on board. Any of those fucking oh, yeah. endeavors. These guys, I mean, maybe these guys have too. I don't know, but, yeah. but I could just totally see some, Hey man, we want to sample shout and then have you come in and sing the chorus with with new lyrics about living in, you know, in poverty or something. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Uh, no problem. So, uh cool, Aaron, awesome tune. Very uh, good sorbet. Yeah. Yeah. And uh by the way, you also answered uh, a question I wanted to bring up to you guys about sorbets. Cuz I wasn't sure how we wanted to do it, but I'm what I like about sorbets is it's it's uh anything goes, meaning yeah. it's your song to do whatever you want. You could either pick a song that we know all the guys are going to like, and we all know it already. Or you're introducing a new song to the guys, which is mm-hmm. what this one is. So well, I like yours both. Last week was yours. Yours last week was an introduction to uh, George and I. We we didn't know that song. Oh, the Robin, the Robin mm-hmm. Thicke one. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's that. That's I, I like just introducing people to new music, and I think that's what this one did too. At the same time, we all knew "Let's Go" by the Cars, right. but we, yeah. but mm-hmm. I loved hearing that too. And and. Yeah, you can't Part of the point is, is 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 talking about it and picking mm-hmm. it apart and Correct. you know saying is saying why it's so great. So, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode four of Ear and Loathing. Anything else, Aaron? No, man. Four on the floor, dude. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wrap it up. I'll take it. <laughs> Speaking of wrapping it up, yeah, raw dog. <laughs> Shout out, raw dog Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Go see him at the Hojo's off the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that anything else from you, George? That's it, man. I All right, well then, time. yeah, thank you all for listening. 
and by all I mean Amy. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you on episode five of the of uh, the. I wish I could have come up with a better outro for that. I just completely was going down a path I knew was going nowhere. So I'm going to start that over and say thanks for listening to episode four of of Ear and Loathing, and we'll see you next week. Right on. Bye. Awesome. Ear and Loathing. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next week for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye.